What's up, everybody? This is Soccer Chat, your weekly coaching podcast. We've got some great friends of the show. You want to check them out over at DukeTickBrand.com. Make sure while you're there getting all your coaching accessory needs, use the promo code SOCCERCHAT at checkout and get yourself a sweet discount on the greatest things. I, I mentioned last week about the trial package. I'm still loving it. I'm still using it. I'm so excited. Uh, hopefully, it's something they bring in full-time to dutigbrand.com. Make sure to use the promo code SOCCERCHAT when you are checking out. Also, to our friends over at Torx, T-O-R-R-X.com for the world's greatest ball pump. You're going to love it. Make sure if you've got one or if you, if you haven't yet, get one. And then go on Amazon and leave them a five-star rating and review. And make sure to let them know that the Soccer Chat guys sent you there. And our friends over at Michigan Soccer Central for all things going on in the world of amateur and professional soccer in the state of Michigan. Check out on Twitter at MI Soccer Central. He's Nick. I'm Sean. Nick, the countdown is on. If you're listening to this on Thursday, it is one week away. Seven days. Seven days. Seven, 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 seven days. Until the United Soccer Coaches Convention in Kansas City. I cannot freaking wait. It doesn't seem like it's crazy that it's that close. Like I was talking with Kelly today and it's just like, I leave to go to Seattle on Friday, get back Monday, leave Wednesday morning. And we are there. Like I, I like, it doesn't seem like it's like, it's one of those things where it's like Christmas where it's like, it's so close, but it doesn't seem that close yet, but it's really actually close. Right. I, I was thinking about their day. I, cause I'm going to be going to Chicago uh, we're going to camp with some of our friends there. And for whatever reason, I don't, I guess I don't know dates very well. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go to Chicago and I'm going to drive to Kansas city from there. And like, was trying to get some of our friends who are going to be at that camp. Like, Hey, like, why don't you just ride with me and you can fly back. I'll save you some money. And I realized that like, everybody kept saying no. And I'm like, why? Like I'm saving you money. You can fly back. Uh, I'm going to drive you to Kansas city. And then I realized that there's a day in between. Uh, so the camp is on Monday I'll be coming back Monday night, uh, hanging out at the house, take the kids uh, to school on Wednesday morning, and then leave straight from there to Kansas City. However, um, th- this is somewhat soccer related. Uh, a guy I want to have on the show sometime who's who's a legend around here, John Bertram. His son uh, is, a, is a former player uh, who, who had to retire because of con- concussions, uh, has now become a really awesome referee. He's a young dude, and he's freaking good as a, as a referee, and I love him. He's currently in chiropractic school over in St. Louis, and he posted that he uh, is, has moved on to where he's like the student doctor now to where like instead of being in the back, whatever, like he's now actually the doctor that you can like go to while you're at school. And it's like $10. And I was like, yo, like, can a boy swing by on his way to Kansas City? And he was like, yes. I'm like, first chiropractic visit. I'm doing it. I want to be so loose and ready to go uh, for convention. Or I want to be insanely scared because it's not the cracking that scares me. It's what the x-rays show of what's going on with my neck and my spine. That's what scares me. Honestly, like I've always been a little bit scared of chiropractors. Oh, I, I, I've said this mainly because my, my wife convinced me. I And I've said before on the show, like that is my like YouTube wormhole. Is just like chiropractic videos. Like if I watch one, I'm probably going to watch like another 25 directly afterwards. And I'm so intrigued by it. But I think the thing is like, I didn't even know what one was till I was like 25. And I think, and and my wife has said numerous times, she's like, I think if you would have known what one was, that's probably what you would have went to school for. And I think I like, I kind of think she's right. Like I'm not smart and I, I definitely could not be a medical person, but I think because that's how interested I am in chiropractic that I think I would have really like paid attention to it. I mean, honestly, like it seems like it'd be a very fun job. Yeah. I, at the, uh, I'll see the adjustments that they'll make and stuff. It's like, it seems very intriguing. Yeah. The, um, uh, at at our country club, uh, I met a family and the husband's a chiropractor and like, he probably got sick of me because I, we were just sitting in the pool drinking. I was like, so, what do you know about the CT junction? And he's probably like, Oh my God, this guy watches YouTube videos. Um, <laughs> I was like, what do you know about the, uh, um, the Y strap? Do you, do you use a Y strap? Do you do spinal decompression? What about a ring dinger? Do you know the, do you do the ring dinger? Cause Dr. Johnson down in Houston, the Houston chiropractor, he does the ring dinger. Um, you things that I've never even heard of. Now. Oh dude. If you check I, anybody who's listening to this right now, YouTube Houston chiropractor ring dinger. 
I think it's it's the mixture of the guy's accent. He's originally from Illinois because he went to school like not too far from here. But he's got like that like Brian Kelly fake Southern accent, and he does this spinal decompression that he has coined the term and trademarked ring dinger because he says it sounds like a home run. Um, but yeah, you you'll get a you'll get a kick out of that. But no, I uh, I I feel like you know what a way to get ready for convention and and you know get the body checked out and uh, feel a little bit loose. Who knows? Maybe maybe like I'll be able to move my neck in ways I've never been able to move before uh, just because of this. I mean, it would give you a good range of motion going into. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You you you're gonna, you might need that range of motion for all the different people we're gonna see. Right, right. Like I'm sitting here, like, people can't see, but I'm just showing Nick. Like I, my degrees are. You're gonna be like not that owl. great. Yeah, you're gonna be like an owl, just be able to turn every direction. Right, for sure, for sure. And I'm I'm so excited about it. Uh, obviously, as well, uh, Soccer Chat Live from the United Soccer Coaches Convention is going to be powered by our good friends at Exact Sports. Uh, brand new shout out to Teddy, one of the new guys uh, at Exact Sports, uh, who you'll be, uh, you know, kind of checking in things with us uh, as time goes on. Uh, we got some big things planned with those guys uh, that we can't wait to let you in on. Um, that's going to be really, really awesome. If you haven't checked them out by now, definitely check them out. We talk about them on the show a lot. Uh, and also in the summertime, we do a lot of our, our camp season. Um, shows through the exact sports camps but give them a check out uh let them know that that we said hello um but you know we've got some great shows lined up uh you know we've already talked about the randy waldron one we've talked about david couple smith we've got eric winaldo we've got jay demerit we've got donna fischer uh we've got um the dutic brand tiffany and adelaide coming uh as well as we've got molly grisham who's going to be coming stopping by on friday uh and we also uh, announced uh, last week on the show, but we announced on Twitter uh, last night the pizza show with Jeff Raymond. I, I I saw I got a reply to it uh, from one of our listeners as soon as we we put that out, and I want to make sure that uh, you know we at Soccer Chat we, we 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 put names on things. That's what somebody there day was like. Oh my gosh, like College Soccer Truth used your name. And I'm like, yeah, because if I said it, I want people to know that I said it. I don't want to be anonymous. Um, but we had somebody uh, respond to us. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, my man, Christopher Haslett, uh, longtime listener of the show. We put, you know, the pizza shows going on and he was like, you should be asking for barbecue. And I just replied back with pizza period. Like it's not, it's not Jeff Freeman show about barbecue. Jeff Freeman comes on to soccer chat to talk about pizza and by golly, we're going to do it. And hopefully, uh, some Kansas city pizza place feels the need to, to, to send us a pizza pie for that episode. Uh, we would really, really enjoy that. Honestly, unless it was like a barbecue, like a pulled pork pizza or like a barbecue chicken pizza in that, that case we could do it. I don't even want that. I, I want like, just like a, a kind of like a plain, just like, give me a plain, like pepperoni pizza, like whether it's like a tavern pizza or whatever, like just keep, let's keep it simple for right now. Unless it's a really, unless you got a really, really dope barbecue Buffalo chicken one. If you got a buffalo chicken pizza that's pretty dope, I'm all in on that. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, obviously, we're a week away. Uh, next week uh, on the episode, it's our our annual uh, convention preview show uh, where you'll be uh, in our hotel room along with us and uh, hear what all we've got in store uh, for convention and what convention has in store for you. If you need other previews, obviously go on, check out our show that we just had recently with Donna Fisher, with Becky Burley, with uh, Ian Barker, with Jeff Van Dusen, with Nicole Hercules. Um, You know, just so much is going on. Everybody's excited about it. I think we're all ready to get back together. Uh, You know, and as, as they announced last week, and we kind of talked about on the show, it is going to be if you are in, uh, the convention center or anything that ha- that United Soccer Coaches have to has to deal with, uh, you know, it is going to be a mask mandate, which is fine. We're going to get through it. Um, you know, just throw the mask on, get around, uh, you know, the the convention uh, and and get that knowledge in uh, and and keep everybody safe. That's the biggest thing we want out of this is can we get everybody together and keep each other safe? Uh, do that with your mask. I was joking with somebody the other day, like I probably will double mask up, uh, mainly because my like the masks that I go over my ears are like plain and I don't like that. So I'm going to throw like a plain one on and then get my stylish gaiters and like pull over and double, double dip on that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like that's, I feel like that's gotta be the way to go for sure. And then, you know, I was, I was joking with somebody today. I was like, I think I'm going to see if I can find like 
little things of plexiglass to make like a four corner, like an X type thing. And that way, like you, myself and people, when they come on our show, like we can sit in that plexiglass and just have like a microphone on each space and just be like, all right, we've got our plexiglass. It honestly feels like, I don't know, like you, you're my generation. So like you, like remember when you were like taking tests in middle school and you would have like the folders that would like, yeah, your little space. Yep. That's, that's what that reminds me of. Yep. See now, see where I went to school. Of, we were super, super poor. So you just had to take your folders that you brought to school with you and, and open that's them That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what we did too. Okay. I say, you, you, I, I, there, there are, like, there are schools where they have specific flaps <laughs> that you can put oh, on your desk. Yeah. I didn't have that luxury. Yeah. Neither, neither, neither did we at Boonville high, which speaking of Boonville high, I'm rep, repping them up today. Um, no, it's, uh, it, it's, it's always that great time. And I think the thing is like, Yes, we're excited for this convention, but I also like, um, I don't know if that it's just because it's been so long that I'm like not bouncing off the walls or the fact that I literally have like 90% of the stuff done that I need to have done uh, for convention. That may be part of it, uh, that instead of scrambling uh, literally five minutes beforehand, I think I've got most of it done. But uh, yeah, we're excited to get everybody together uh, next week. And, and as we've mentioned too, Thursday night, uh, it's the social of all socials. The women's soccer coaches advocacy group uh, has theirs going on Friday night at nine o'clock. Um, you can get the information on our Twitter account. They've shared it out as well on their social media. It's been in their newsletter. Uh, that social features overtime, which is just a fun little late night show featuring Nick, myself, uh, and and our good friend uh, Becky Burley, uh, co-chair of the Mutual Admiration Society. Uh, it's going to be fun. We've got some surprises. Uh, we're going to have with us a very, 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 very funny guest uh, at Overtime uh, who I can't wait to to show the world to because if you know her, you know how funny she is. If you don't know her, you're going to find out how funny she is. Uh, but recently, uh, brand new college chair of United Soccer Coaches, Trisha Hughes, is going to be our special guest for Overtime, and she is going to light you all on fire with how hilarious she is. And I'm not overselling this whatsoever. Like I'm putting her over as clearly as possible because she is absolutely hilarious. And anybody who was at the uh, social for LGBTQ last year, that was virtual. Trisha told a great story about uh, in college, thinking that the hairstyle for soccer players was a mullet, not knowing that it was specifically just for males. Uh, and I believe Trisha has possibly pulled out some photos, uh, because not only did she have the mullet, but she had the detailer stripes along the side, uh, throwback. I, I can't wait to see him. Uh, she's going to be hilarious. Trisha Hughes joining us at overtime as our special guest, uh, along with Nick, myself and, and Becky Burley and some other cool surprises that we've got for you all. Uh, for there. So make sure to get to that at 9 p.m. on Thursday night. If you don't know where it's at, make sure to find Nick and I on Podcast Row on Thursday and we'll try to point you in a direction because I, I can't I can't even tell you the name of the room that it's in, but nope. we will figure out a way because I remember in, in Baltimore uh, an hour beforehand, Becky asked me where the, the social was at and neither one of us knew. Nope. Uh, so we, we had to... Uh, we got there. We did get there by by somehow, some way. So obviously, as we've said before, too, on Wednesday night, uh, we're going to get out and, and try to film some stuff uh, for the social on Thursday. So if you just want to meet up, have a drink with your boys, uh, hang out for a little bit, uh, you know, just shoot us a message on Twitter. Uh, that way you can come be a part of it. It's going to be awesome. I may probably also watch some wrestling on Wednesday night uh, because it's dynamite. And I if I'm around Nick on around wrestling, I got I got to get him involved in it somehow, some way. I mean, we're going to have to. Yes, I, it, that that's definitely going to happen. Um, so Nick has just confirmed it's going to be Nick's wrestling party Wednesday night. Uh, we're going to watch a little AEW Dynamite with him. He's going to absolutely freaking love it. And I bet you, if he watches it, his new favorite wrestler as of next week will be Hangman Adam Page. I'm calling it. Not just because the guy's the current world champion, but I think Nick's going to do some research on this guy. He's going to find out how hilarious this dude is uh, as the uh, anxious millennial cowboy who does, and I quote, 
cowboy shit because that's what people chant when he comes to the ring. Uh, this guy is going to be uh, Nick's dude. And the guy just became a dad. And the podcast uh, he did uh, called um, uh, Renee Paquette has one called Oral Sessions, which is a great, if you're into sports, it's a great podcast to listen to. Uh, she had him on. He clearly had just had to have changed a diaper. Uh, it's, it's absolutely hilarious. He's, he's a good dude. So that's going to be Nick's guy coming up. Um, take a little bit about a little bit of a break this week from convention. I'm sure we'll talk about it in the outro too, but we've got uh, a friend of the show coming on who just took a new job and we want to tell you all about it. Yeah. With a little bit of identity, identity crisis as well. We'll cover that all at the beginning. Don't worry about it. You're going to like this. It's coming up right after this. This is something like the Holocaust. Millions of our people lost. Buy heads and pay to the law. Till I die, I'm a fucking boss. Now who gon' stop me? Who gon' stop me, huh? Who gon' stop me? Who gon' stop me, huh? Black cars, black cars, black on black, black bras. Whole lot of money in a black bag. Black strap, you know what that's for. Big time, big news. We always break the, we're like the, the, uh, the 24 hour news. We're not the Gary Kearney network, but we're like the soccer, like news network, SNN update. You probably have heard by now there's, there's a new coach in Lakeland and it just so happens that she's a friend of the show. And we're so excited to be able to introduce to everybody, which we're going to talk about this here in a little bit, because there's some aliases that both Nick and myself have gotten caught up on. Um, but we are so happy to have with us the brand new women's soccer head coach of Lakeland, Miss Heather Robert. How are you doing? I'm doing great tonight. Thanks for having me, guys. Super excited. So Nick and I were chatting um, before you came on. And this discussion was actually had in our group text um, with our coaching friends when you were hired, um, which was just uh, a week ago, I believe, week or two, week or two ago. And um, our good friend of the show, Don Crow, uh, was a K Lakeland hired a coach. It was Heather Robert, and every single person was like, "Who is that?" <laughs> and she was like explaining it to us, and she's like, "Oh, you guys have met her," and everybody's all like, "I don't know a Heather Robert." And then all of a sudden I was like, I don't, why would I know this? How would I know this? And she kept saying, oh, like you see her at the Wisconsin symposium. She's there. And I'm like, I said, what? I was like, the only like Heather I know from up there is Heather Kristen. And Nick was the same, like right before you got on, Nick was like, why do I not know that name? I was like, because she, her other alias is Heather Kristen. Because yeah. I too, for the last, let's see, we've been doing the symposium with you all for the last three years. I have fallen under the trap that you, I thought that your last name was actually Kristen. Nope, nope. Uh, fun fact, that's actually my middle name, not spelled with an I, but with an E. Uh, so use that for the past few years just because. But yeah, now it, keep, it keeps it keeps the stalkers away. Well, let's yeah, let's no. be honest here. Uh, there's a kind of <laughs> e, right? No. <laughs> no, it was funny because Sean texted me. He's like, hey, we got Heather Rivera on here, like, like next week. And I go, yeah, that's great. That sounds good. And I was like, who is that? And then immediately like... <laughs> And it was funny because in the Lakeland announcement happened, I saw your picture. I was like, oh, I actually do know her. Like, I've met her before. I just <laughs> never knew that was your last name. So me and Sean were joking about that earlier today. Where it was like, I was like, because like, Dawn kept telling us, like, you know her. You know her. I was like, Dawn, we do not. You're a liar. And, and then, of course, they're like, we're like, per usual, we argue with Dawn. We're, we were proven wrong. And uh, we're very excited to have you on the show today. I was going to ask you, how did that go for you to say like, no, Don, you're absolutely wrong. Like <laughs> we're on that level where like, we're, we, we feel like we've gotten to the point where we've known Don long enough that we can do that. Even though it, she tends to be right more often than me. And I, I feel like she dropped the conversation as soon as that was said. Like that was kind of <laughs> like the, that was kind of the last that it was talked about. And then now here we are uh, in front of the world announcing that. Yes, indeed. We, we do know um, who you are. So let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, kind of, you know, how did get us up to date to, to the point now of taking the Lakeland job, where have you been? What have you done? This is your chance to put yourself over and just look like the absolute superstar that you are. Well, thank you for that. Um, no. So originally grew up in like, soccer in Rockford, Illinois area, and ended up coming up to Lakeland in the early two thousands and playing 
there and right around. Oh, my- I did do some research. Your high school. We just signed a girl from there at our school. <laughs> From H O N O N E J H. Yep, that's I would have been like from that school that starts with an H. Can you pronounce it though? That's the question, Sean. Absolutely not. I can. I'm an Illinois native. Yeah. Is it Hananega, right? Or do you guys do you guys go Hananega there? Niga, yeah. Niga, okay. Yep. Very good though. Pretty close. Illinois native. I I got you. I got you. There you go. Awesome. No. So grew up around playing in the area and then came up to and played up there around my junior year of Lakeland ended up starting to coach because it was a great opportunity in a spring season to earn some extra money as a college kid. I studied elementary education there so it just kind of went hand in hand it seemed like. Um, And then I've been teaching and coaching for the past however many years there and took a little break from coaching. I coached starting in the high school, four years at JV, four years varsity at Sheboygan South, and then was being pulled too much in both directions, teaching, which one was the job and which one was a hobby. And, you know, about eight to 10 years ago, picked teaching more as my job, but then coaching kept pulling me back. And so I started coaching at Lakeshore United, which is a local club with Chris Lacey here. And uh, we met that way. And then we ended, I ended up sticking with it. Uh, Fast forward to about six months ago, and I ended up taking the academy director position here at Lakeshore United. So academy and technical director and retired from teaching. And then this Lakeland position opened up and it just kind of seemed like everything was starting to fall in and get aligned with things. And so I ended up applying and getting it. And I'm really excited to kind of be back at my alma mater and get started with, with the coaching here and bringing that program right up to speed here. That was everything too. When Don told us uh, who had gotten the job, my, I, Cause I didn't know you had gotten out of teaching. Cause that's actually how we met. We were talking about teaching cause I was still teaching at the time. And, um, I was like, but she's a teacher. And I was like, <laughs> no, she, she gave that up. But I was like, was not aware. So yep. you're doing a very good job of like hiding things. Cause either that or Nick and I just like, don't pay attention to anything. Uh, I just try to keep a low profile, right? You that's like, I mean? that's super smart. My wife would probably <laughs> wish that I did the same thing. Oh, you got to have balance, though. You got to have balance with it all. So working on trying to hype up my Twitter game, I'm definitely behind the ball in that. So getting there with uh, that. Yeah, just been in the office the past couple weeks at Lakeland working to get that for players to come back. That's awesome. Yeah, the the social media thing is such a funny thing. Like I was talking to my assistant about this the other day that it's something that I never realized how important it was, like having a good social media presence, not only as an individual coach, but with your teams. And then, like this year, we just decided to commit to actually like having a really good, like when I say really good, like relative to what we've done in the past, um, social media presence with our team. And it made recruiting night and day difference. Like it was absolutely crazy. No, I know that there's a t- couple of different times that I've followed you guys and I'm like, oh, I have to jot that idea down because that's an ex- like a great idea of something to do to draw interest in people in to your program, you know, and to make it exciting for recruits to take a look and start to take notice to some of the things that you guys are doing too. So what, like for you, like kind of going back to your background and thank you, by the way, um, before I get to that, thank you. Um, but going back to your background, you said you started coaching while you were at Lakeland. Talk about that. Like what, like what kind of got you interested you said you're into the teaching thing but what got you into that like I'm gonna start coaching because you don't see a lot of young females at the college level be like especially even back then that's like you know what I'm gonna be a coach like what clicked for you with that um really opportunity was presented to me I never grew up you know some people are like oh I always knew I was gonna be a coach I always knew that that was something I wanted to pursue and do and it was never anything that like really was in my head until the opportunity was presented to me. And it was just a, an assistant to a varsity position. And so was kind of hesitant at the beginning, but that, Hey, 
I've got some knowledge that I can share. And this is a great way to get myself out in the community, not being from the area to start to get to know different people within the soccer community in Wisconsin here. And um, kind of took that leap of faith and ended up really enjoying it and finding so many so many parallels between teaching in the classroom and coaching really coaching just is teaching just our our classroom looks a little bit different right um and really finding that i really enjoyed it a lot that's awesome and for you like what was the next step after that like what like did you was it did you go immediately into teaching or did you meet go into the club world after that I went immediately into teaching. So as soon as I graduated from Lakeland, I went into teaching and taught at a couple of different schools here, but all the whole time I was still coaching. So I coached for, you know, eight years at the high school level and that's intense, right? Like high school soccer, I give props to anybody that's coaching that because that season will come at you really, really fast. And there's not a lot of downtime when you're doing that and ended up feeling like I just need to take a step away. But like I said earlier, kind of drew me back in into the club world and really have been enjoying developing my coaching uh, aspects as I've continued coaching out across different age groups and genders and levels. It's been a really fun experience to start getting into that more. Nice. And kind of explain your road to get to Lakeshore. Um, so my road to get to Lakeshore, I helped out with a tryout one year and helped with some different farming of different teams. And then Chris Lacey, who I know that you guys know, um, ended up asking me to come back and help coach out with those girls when they were in sixth grade. And now those girls are all graduating from college, which makes me feel really old. I don't think that that's possible, but, um, so oh, it's very possible. It's oh, possible. Yeah. Yeah. Time goes by way too fast, but we were really lucky. We had a really special group of girls. Um, a number of them went on to play after high school and it was really a good learning experience. Chris was great in helping push me and drive me in understanding and starting to take some more risks. And then I started coaching ODP here too, for the state. And then actually with the region and then was just down in Orlando not too long ago doing the regional invitational down there as well. So um, I think getting into the education courses and starting to really understand how to develop and fine tune my coaching strategies and again, seeing how similar it was to developing a lesson plan with your objectives and with your coaching points and how to strategically build a lesson. Like I feel really bad for those first couple of years of girls that I coached because they probably like, they probably should be getting their money back. Um, but <laughs> That's like every like coach's first thing. Like, I feel like a lot of coaches we've had on like when they've talked about like, their first like real get go through with players are like, God, it was horrible. Oh, looking back at that, they should definitely get their money back. Like I should probably be paying them for having me as that coach's first couple of years, but no, it was good growing experiences regardless. And, you know, I love the coaching world and I like the club, especially that I'm at right now. Like sure United is just, it's something really special here. And I really enjoy working as a part of that program too. No, that's awesome. And then for you, yeah, like where, when you were working with ODP and like working with club, what point did it hit where you're like, you know what? I said like the college game sounds like the next step for me. The college game sounded like the next step for me. It was probably, you know, it was always interesting having Lakeland so close by, but it wasn't ever actually a reality for me until I was able to quit teaching and make soccer really my full-time opportunities. So Rick Mobley, who's the men's coach out there at Lakeland contacted me not, you know, late in August and said, Hey, there's a great opportunity out here. You should really look into this. But with just starting at Lakeshore United, 
I was like, you know, I need to make sure I can balance everything here in between all my roles and responsibilities and the different hats that I'm doing club wise. And so he worked to try and get me out there as a part-time assistant this past fall. And the more that I was out there, the more I realized like I really missed the problem solving component of that older game. Uh, youth soccer is great, but with 11s and 12s, we really focus a lot on that technical ability. Um, and when I was out at Lakeland, I realized, you know, how much of that I missed with working with those players out there this past fall. No, that's awesome. And yeah, like kind of talk about like how like that um, came to be and like you're what are you like a week in now, like two weeks in at this point? Yeah. So interviews all happened in December and then uh, Coach A out at Lakeland, the athletic director, gave me a call up and, you know, presented me with this offer and I was really excited to take on that opportunity. So the past couple of weeks, we've been working with my grad assistants on just figuring out different recruits, figuring out what we're going to be doing when we get our players back here, especially with all this COVID stuff, how we can balance getting everybody back and staying healthy, but also staying on top of our off season goals of working and getting fit and good conditioning and being proper ready to get into spring season and, you know, really get after it some. What's the, what's the vision? Uh, you know, when you did the interview and they, they asked, uh, you know, the million dollar question, you know, what, where do you see this program going in your direction? So for, you know, maybe a recruits listen to this, maybe your current players are like, yo, who is this lady coming in here? They're, they're getting to know who you are on this. Uh, you know, what's the vision that you've got mapped out uh, for Lakeland going forward? Absolutely. No, you know, going into college athletics, obviously you want to compete. You want to be competitive. You want to get all those W's at the end of your games. But I think you also need to keep in mind that you're developing not just players, but people. Not many of college players are going to go on and play post-collegiately competitively. So my goal is not just to develop those soccer skills, but those skills that help them become successful when they're done with Lakeland. And so that they can look back and say, not just that soccer and playing soccer at our institution was a blast because obviously it's going to be a great time and that's what we want to have, but also that they are able to take whatever qualities they feel are their strongest and use those to help develop a pretty cool competitive program that really values them as a person as well as a player, because that, that person's greater than the player always. What's the, uh, the, the, the first, the short-term goals, uh, that, that you're looking to achieve here in, you know, whether it's just this first, uh, semester or maybe even beyond past next fall. Um, short-term goals this semester is really working to get everybody healthy. I know this past fall, a whole bunch of injuries. So really working to get everybody healthy, making sure that we're all academically where we need to be and health and fitness wise, where we need to be. So when the fall comes and that preseason comes, we're ready to hit the ground running and can start really working to develop more of our core squad of athletes that are ready to compete, you know, working on that academic excellence, working on being dedicated to the program so that we can later on become competitive, I think are going to be some of the key things that we want to make sure we're getting so that come fall, we're ready to go. For sure. Obviously, you know, as we've said, like you're super fresh into this, just, you know, just over a week or so um, into the game. And what has been the best part so far? I think the best part is working with the people out at Lakeland. Everybody has been fantastic to work with, working with the staff there and starting to connect with the players and getting ready. There's always that excitement in the in like the preseason or in before players come into you. Right. So that excitement of all the preparation of everything, working together with my assistants and the people within the office, getting to know people and getting ourselves ready. It's been a lot of fun. For sure. Um, You know, kind of obviously 
you're very well connected. I, you know, Nick and I got to see it uh, in person, you know, at the, the Wisconsin Women's Soccer Symposium. What is, what's, the, how, how many phone calls have you gotten since, since taking this job? I'm sure uh, all of the state of Wisconsin has gotten a hold of you and, and some others. Uh, you know, just kind of who are some people who reached out and maybe uh, uh, gave, you, gave you a little bit of, of uh, motivation to go forward? Um, Don, like you guys mentioned, I met Don a number of years ago through ODP. And she's been great through this whole process. I know that she was probably getting a little tired of hearing from me, but just helping answer questions, helping give me ideas. Um, Chris has been a great support here as well in helping me understand, uh, push me towards a higher potential. Um, Kyle Zanoni at UW-Milwaukee, the men's program assistant there. He's been fantastic to talk to, bounce ideas off of. And, you know, there's been a, ton of different people through ODP, through the state of Wisconsin, through high school and college um, experiences that have reached out and, you know, really kind of been super supportive in all of this. Craig Carlson, also another one here in Wisconsin for ODP that's been great in helping me out, my director of coaching here. So I've got a lot of people that have helped me out. Shannon Smith, also um, here. I know that you guys know her through the Wisconsin Women's, Mm -hmm. but also I know her from club coaching and ODP coaching as well. And she's been great too. Shannon, I actually saw Shannon, gosh, it would have been two, three, actually, no, it was probably probably about a month ago at this point where um, we were, uh, I actually saw her down in Florida. So she was, uh, she was coaching a few teams down in, uh, like for national league. So we were, we were there. Yeah, no, no. I just ran into her last week down in Milwaukee and was just chatting with her some. So yeah, small world, right? Yeah. Shannon, the last Shannon. like three tournaments I've been to that she was coaching. We like just texted. We never even got to like meet up and I was so pissed. <laughs> and isn't that the way it always works? Like you have these best intentions of running into people and actually connecting with them. And then all of a sudden you're getting ready for the trip home and you're like, Oh, yep. That never happened. Great. It always happens. Like the very first day, like typically that Friday, I'll see like a kid walking around with a Lakeshore Jersey and I instantly text Shannon. Hey, are you here? Yes, I am. I'm on this field, this field, and this field. Come find me. And then Sunday goes by and it's like, Oh, Hey, safe travels back. And <laughs> I, it makes me feel so horrible about myself. So Shannon, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> he's really sorry, Shannon. It's okay. That, that's, that's for sure. Um, obviously, you know, the getting back now, second semester, kids are coming back, um, you know, kind of hopping into this thing. I'm still going to say in the middle of a pandemic, um, you know, kind of how did teaching uh, kind of get you ready for this, this upcoming semester uh, working with these players? Um, I know that, I am super organized. You know, I'm one of those coaches where I get made fun of because I keep my cones color coordinated and just makes everything that much easier. (laughs) Um, So I think being a teacher and having to be super organized within that aspect of my daily routine has definitely helped me get ready. Um, I've got Sign Up Genius all set up. My girls and I are going to be meeting one-on-ones and doing self-evaluations and coming in and having those conversations. So similar to a parent-teacher conference, we're going to have a coach-player meeting and just sit down and get to know them because I know that coming into a new school year as a student, you're always a little bit nervous about who that new teacher is that you're going to have. And it's almost like, Now they're coming in halfway through their school year and they've got a new coach and I'm sure there's some nerves and questions that I want to make sure that I'm able to help settle in and answer. And also I want to get to know my players. Like I want to listen to, you know, their stories from back home. I want to hear how I can help them be successful and what struggles they're having so that we know each other, especially through this whole pandemic, you know, there's all kinds of other mental health issues that have been really noticed uh, within coaching, I think. So making sure that I have a good relationship with my students was something I always worked for as a teacher. And that's something that I strive to do as a coach as well. 
I totally thought you said that you were going to take selfies with him. Oh. And like and that, like that's that's was that that's what my hearing is. Was yeah. I heard something about like, and you know, we'll give him the office and and I just heard we're taking selfies and well, he, I, selfies. So how about that? I'll take some selfies and post them with the A. See, we're we're giving you ideas already. Oh, perfect. Right. I'll tag you in all of them because I can tell you. Yes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I mean, she gave this awesome, meaningful answer. Sean had that. And my question was, Sean, do you color coordinate your cones too? So I just tried to um, like three years ago. And only because, but the only because it was the first time I ever like own a massive amount of cones. Um, I literally, like, I've just been able to use like whatever I've got. And I think me personally, I only owned like 20 cones for the longest time. And then like, I don't, I don't need that many cones. Like I, I, I can, I can make do. And, um, and I just remembered, uh, I, I was on Amazon one day a few years ago and just like, Oh, like I can get a hundred cones for like 20 bucks. Obviously I asked my wife, she, she gave me, she gave me the, okay. And uh, so I bought a hundred cones and it came in uh, three different colors. And I was just like, okay, like this is cool. And like, so because of that, I was like, all right, I want to keep them uh, in color coordinated and I'm not OCD or anything, but I was like, I'm going to teach myself to be OCD through this. And my current group of players, um, I've got a couple that are OCD, so they'll stack them all by colors. And then a majority of them are like, no, don't care. Just get them all together. And so I've kind of like gotten away from keeping my cones color coordinated. Although while I don't care if they're color coordinated, when I'm like taking them out to set stuff out, then I do care. Cause I'm like, I really need one of the green ones and it's nowhere near the top. Right. And so then you're undoing that ring and like digging through them all to find that one green one that's like hidden in between the two orange ones that is in the middle of all of the stack. No, right? I just, I just ripped the belt thing and you can literally hear every player go, Oh, <laughs> I could not care less. And Lisa, my assistant, like is very like, she'll see my drills and cringe. Cause I'll just grab whatever cones I see and whatever pennies I see. And I put them there and like, you can just see like, her heart, like her soul leaving her body every time I do this because it, it, it just breaks her heart every time I do. But like it, for me at the time, like, like it, I just, I just take whatever I need. And that's why it's, like this is like, maybe this was just like my subconscious way of Lisa now sets up most of the drills. So I got rid of some <laughs> of the work, but like, I don't care, but she does. So now she sets up the drills because it matters to her way more than it matters to me. It just makes it so much visually easier for me and especially working with youth. If I can just be like, just look at the yellow cones. Those are the ones that we're working at right now versus. Yeah. I mean, I can totally respect the people that care and I'm sure this is going to stem <laughs> to further problems in my marriage at some point, because I also don't care about the house being super organized. So that'll be a, that'll be something that we cross when we get there though. There you go. Yeah. I mean, but you keep finding people that will organize stuff for you. Like Reese organized your office for you at yep. Monmouth. Lisa's obviously organizing everything uh, at, at St. Mary's and Kelly just organizes period for your life. Yeah. But yeah. as long as you have, isn't there a saying that says like, you just need to have people that are better at the things that you're not around yep. you to help build a good program. So there you go. You're just, using other people's strengths to help be better. You're staying very true to yourself, I think. That's what it, leaders do. Yeah, surround yourself with people that, again, just take the things, like exactly like you said, Heather, take the things you suck at, and they're good at those things. And unfortunately for Nick and myself, there's a lot of things we suck at. <laughs> yes. It's, it's very Co coaching being number, coaching being number one. <laughs> Self-deprivation self number two. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um you know, for for your your players or, or recruits who are listening to this now, uh, obviously we've talked about you know being a former teacher now going into coaching. Uh, kind of as as we we wrap up here a little bit, when they uh, when these recruits start meeting you and these these players get to know you, non soccer side, who is Heather Robert? Um, non soccer side, I I love we I love to run 
I work out quite a bit. And since I don't play anymore, I've ran quite a few halves and one full marathon. And I will never do that again. Big props to anybody who thinks like, I just ran a marathon and I'm addicted. Great for you. Never again. Um, enjoy doing yoga, things like that. Being outdoors. We have two dogs here. So love the puppies. They keep us busy. Um, uh, go to a lot of other soccer games, Marquette, you, Bonnie, Lacey, work in that. But um, those are some of the things that I enjoy. I like being outdoors a ton. We have a great state park here in Sheboygan that I really enjoy hiking out at and taking our German Shepherd puppy out there to a, quite a bit too. So those are just some of the things that I like doing when I'm not on the soccer field. So for like those three minutes a week that I'm not at soccer, <laughs> those are a few of the things I try and squeeze in. What is currently bumping in your car when you're, when you're driving to work? Oh, geez. It depends on the day and the weather, which is might sound a little funny, but the weather definitely strikes the mood. Um, if I'm working out, it's probably a little bit of a gangster rap, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> All right. Like we got to clarify this, like old school or like the new stuff. There's nothing, um, there's no gangster rap that is current. That's what I'm, that's what I, what I'm trying to clarify here. Yeah. I mean, like, and you can say pretty soft core gangster rap as far as like Jay-Z. Oh, Jay-Z is phenomenal. You there's, don't need to Jay-Z is not gangster rap. It's not, it's not, but. Um, Drug dealing it, music. Yes. Gangster. <laughs> no. We're keeping it PC. You know, you gotta. Gotta be in there. In reality, she's bumping NWA and like when Snoop was a massive gangster, all the death row records. Exactly. That's gonna so, be that's gonna be your selling point to Lakeland. It's like we appreciate what so what Cody said, like all the loyal ones from the beginning, welcome to death row. That's gonna be how she gets out of all the Lakeland. Oh my gosh, please make a video for your social media of that. <laughs> will just for you guys just for you. <laughs> there was there was somebody that i was talking to their day for their school and they were trying to come up with like something that they wanted to do and um they were they were big death row records people and something with their school has something row in it and i was like oh you should do whatever row records and like wear that shirt and they were like this is the greatest idea ever um, so I can't wait for your players to be somewhere and you roll up bumping, uh, some dub C West side connection, um, you know, throwback Tupac, just like hitting them with the real stuff, letting them know that the, the, the G has arrived. Obviously no, that that's good stuff. We, uh, when I was just down in Florida, uh, in November, we did a lip sync battle with the girls down there. That was one of the best times ever. We judged them on routine, on ability to actually keep the words and know the words. We, you know, if they had props, and it was it was a pretty good time. So maybe we'll have to throw that back out there again here. Did you participate? We did not participate this year. However, if you, if you had participated, what would have been your song? Ooh. Probably would have had to go with Spice Girls. Okay. Wow. We went from gangster rap to Spice Girls. Hey, Sean, you know, you know this, and we well, both know this because we both appreciate, we, we, have you, you need to come karaokeing with Sean and I sometimes because we, uh, we appreciate a good range. Like we need, we need a good range of like songs. So like, you need like to my, my playlist like, looks like it's on crack. <laughs> Exactly. Right. It's like bipolar schizophrenic playlist, but that's okay. No. And mind you, I was with like 2009. So, you know, we got like U13 girls. So Spice Girls probably would have been right about where I think the comfort level would be. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I, th this is funny before we finish up, I was uh, taking my daughter to practice tonight. My son was with us and they just kept singing the same like lyric over and over and I was like, where do I know that from? And I was like, where'd you guys hear that at? And they're like, oh, it's from the snowmobile game up at Anna Papa's. 
and they found a PlayStation One. Uh, that was my brother-in-law's at my uh, in-law's house. And there was a snowboard game that the song that they played on repeat was a remix of Rob Zombie Dragula. And oh. they just like, they've got like one part of the hook. Like they just keep singing over and over. And I'm like, that sounds so familiar. Oh my God. My kids are singing Rob Zombie. Uh, part of me is okay with that. Part of me is like, what are you doing? Um, this is not way now music that I, I force them to listen to every morning. Um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, I, I think cool the, the, the thing for us is, you know, we, we love putting new faces out there, putting new voices, introducing people to coaches, introducing people to programs, clubs, schools, whatever it may be uh, that they, they may not have heard of. Um, you know, and obviously people are always reaching out uh, to everybody, maybe to, uh, you know, wish their congratulations or maybe ask you a question about uh, your area with Lakeshore and with Lakeland. If somebody's wanted to reach out to you, how can they do so? They can find me on Twitter at Heather Rovar now. Um, yeah, I noticed also, that changed. Yeah. And then they can also send me an email anytime. You can find all my information at the Lakeland University Muskie Women's <sighs> Soccer page, but also just robarhk at lakeland.edu. Love to get in touch with anybody and uh, answer any questions that anybody would have. And Awesome, awesome. Heather, thanks so much for coming on. So glad that, uh, you know, even though we've known you for a long time now, we can finally put a, a name, a true name with the face. Uh, you are hiding no longer. Ladies and gentlemen, the brand new women's head soccer coach at Lakeland, Heather Robar, everybody. Give it up. Thanks so much for coming on with us, Heather. Thank you guys so much for having me. Well, first and foremost, we are glad that we figured out who Heather was. Confirmed. <laughs> we we do know her. What's the what's we, the what's the transfer guy on on Twitter? I just I just even quoted him the other day for for our transfer. The guy who's like the like the big European. He's like the Adam Schefter of European soccer. Oh, I know for Brazil or something like that. Yeah, 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 for Brazil. Yeah, and he's he always says like official confirmed. Here we go. Dude trademarked. Here we go. I was like, that's insane. Honestly, like, I mean, that's it's like the let's get ready to rumble guy. Right. But, and 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 poss and possible um if Casey Sarling has anything to do with it, the Sonderlings uh are gonna have a soccer themed trademark coming out very, very soon. <laughs> well, someone's got to. Because some of y'all busters be copying some things just well, saying that's okay someone someone's got someone's got to but again we're super excited to see what heather does again another midwest d3 coach we i like me personally like i'm super excited to see her journey like lakeland is a program that i think has a lot of potential and i think she's definitely a person that can take them to the next level and i, I think the cool thing is you watch her and like how she's talking about her players and getting to know them. It's like, we need more coaches like that. We need more coaches like her that are really going to, again, care more about the human than the player every single time. And so she's, I I'm really excited to see what she does. I think too, the, the, the teaching background, especially if you have somebody who's a really good teacher, really good educator, it's, it's going to work because there's just a way that teachers and educators have of getting that communication, getting that ability to, to motivate um, and to educate as well, uh, that that's going to translate. And obviously, if you look at what she's done in the club game as well, uh, you know they're they're not getting some spring chicken like Heather. Heather been doing this thing for a while now. Um, and again, uh, just to see uh, somebody that we know get this opportunity, uh, who's wanted it, it's super super awesome. Uh, and and again, I, I'm like yourself. I can't wait to. Uh, to see what she does there. Also, I was, I was going to tell her on, on the, on the interview and, and Heather, if you're still listening at this moment in time, if you go to a, uh, a showcase or a game, whatever it may be, and off in the distance, you see a guy in a red hoodie start approaching you. And he happens to have like dirty blonde hair, typically a backpack. Um, start going the other way. Uh, if you're going to recruit players this very first year, 
you need to be at showcases, focusing, putting all your attention onto the players you're watching. Because if you allow this mysterious man in a red hoodie and a backpack to walk up to you while you're recruiting, you are never going to recruit or be able to bring anybody in because it's a strategy. This is the truth. I don't like that you're warning people about me, but I like I I respect. I, I only I only warn because you you kind of warned everybody yourself for like four months. <laughs> That's fair. I think it's <laughs> one of those things where like I just like finally it was just like yeah you know what I probably should just let people know that like this is what's going to happen when mm. I, I come talk to you. I have figured out. Um, I, I I maybe I, I don't know if it's like a, a misperception of me or whatever. Um, but I feel like people kind of think I'm the same way, which really like, if you see my showcase, like I'm like going straight to my field and I'm sitting down, I'm just watching, but I notice like people come over to me and like strike the conversations and keep the conversations going. And like, and I, I, I fall into it, but I'm also like crazy ADHD apparently. So like, I'll be in the conversation with you, but I'll also be watching the game at the same time. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's the thing of like, you know, there, there's coaches that I'll see at showcases and I'm like, Hey, what's up? And it's just like that. Like when you walk and you see somebody, they just like chuck a deuce at you and like keep walking and you're like, Oh, like for real, that's what it's going to be. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I enjoy because there are some times where, uh, Ian Wilson will attest this. We were at a game, uh, just recently and I get there and I'm like, all right, I gotta like pay attention to this game and I'm watching the game and just nothing is happening and just like a crazy stalemate neither team could get something going some of the players there that that i was there to watch just like weren't getting anything going and ian just happened to come by struck up a conversation and we were wilding on the field on the sidelines and i hate to admit i probably couldn't i know for a fact nothing else happened at the game because it was a zero zero tie still at the end of the game um but thankful for Ian that he came over and kind of made it entertaining for me. I mean, Ian is that guy. He's definitely the person you want. Like, I, I don't think I've ever had a boring conversation with Ian. I am That's super true. excited. It's like, I don't see him a lot. So like, I'm very excited for convention. I'm not excited for the combination of your two snoring like next week because his is, his is so much worse than mine. His is definitely worse than yours. 100%. My wife, but, t- my, my wife has told me it's gotten better. That's good to know. Ian's, I hope has gotten better as well. You know what you need to do? You need to ask the greatest roommate I've ever had his trick because he, he's like, I don't even, it doesn't even bother me. Uh, call your, call out your boy, Mike Melton. He has okay. whatever he's got. You won't even, you won't even notice. Cause okay. I like the summer, uh, I was like, Hey man, like, I'm just giving you a heads up. Supposedly I'm a snore, although um, my wife thinks it's more of like I'm dying rather than snoring. Um, and uh, it's crazy because I have never been told that I snored until I got married. Like it's crazy. So I so like I now like at 37 years old, I'm like, oh, my God, was I like this in college? Like, was I like this as a kid? Like, oh, why am I just now knowing in my 30s that, that I'm doing this or did I just start doing this? Like, cause Casey never told me while we were dating. So like, did I just start Does Do you become a, do you become a late snow? Am I late to the snoring game? Um, it's, it's, I mean, it's possible. I mean, I'm, maybe I'm a late bloomer. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just now becoming a man. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure this whole life game out still. Um, but no, Mike Melton apparently has like whatever you would need. He's got it. That's good to know. And we, uh, we appreciate people like Mike. Mountain. <laughs> he, he, uh, he also, I guess Mike Mountain is the best roommate in the business. He's the absolute best roommate in the business. He will tuck you in. He will get the room temperature just right for him, but give you enough covers and blankets and, and tuck you in. That's going to make you warm and snuggly, uh, all evening long. He's Mike Mountain. He's such a man. I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to see him. Um, so again, yeah, we're talking about convention already and, and Nick's already, uh, talking trash about Ian and myself sleeping. But what I was going to mention about the thing I loved about Ian uh, on that sideline with me was um, Ian broke out his do-rag like five times, like getting it on because he was so worried <laughs> about the way his hair was looking because he was getting ready. He was going to fly home directly afterwards. He's like, man, he's like, my mom sees my hair. It's not going to be pretty. Uh, <laughs> and so like, I was just amazed by like 
me and Ian are sitting on the sideline recruiting and he's like playing with his do rag, getting the do rag tied in, taking it off, brushing the hair, put the do rag back on. I was just like, this, this, this is a, this is a professional soccer coach right here. Sit next to me. I, I like, I love this. I absolutely love it. And the cool thing is we're going to be around so many more people just like that uh, in Kansas City. And again, we can't wait to see you all. Um, obviously, you know, everybody's going to everybody's going to be respectful of each other. Uh, you know, it is a mask mandate and whatnot. Please, 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 please. Don't come in there trying to start stuff by like not wearing your mask. Yep. Like, please, 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 please. Don't, don't, don't be that person. We're just all trying to get through this. Just respect it. Like, and let's, let's do this together and have an awesome week. If if you need a situation to think about, think about when you tell your players to like do some type of like fitness or thing that like, you know, they hate and they're like, Oh, can we? And you're like, no, you're doing it this way. Cause I said so. Okay. So United Star coaches said, Hey, put your mask on. And now you've got Sean next saying, put your freaking mask on. Okay. Cause like, we want to hang out with y'all. Okay. Uh, so yeah, just do it. Just freaking do it. Three days, four days, whatever it is, just do it. It's not that hard, especially if you get one that's got like designs and cool stuff on it. Don't yep. get it. Don't get it. That's the thing too. Like with a, with a mask, don't, don't get a plain one. Get some with some designs on it. Put your logo on it. Ah, <gasps> branding, marketing. I'll have my brush of soccer ones. I will also have my Chicago top soccer ones from Sean Danhauser. So like use it as a marketing tool. And if your if your facial hair game is weak, cover it up with a mask. Bingo. We're here to help. We are here to help in soccer chat. Nick, my man, you ready? Let's do it. Let's freaking go. So excited. I'm not yelling because it's it's 11 o'clock at night and my entire house is sleeping except for me. Um, but uh, next week, it's happening. It is happening. And I can't wait. Absolutely can't wait. we got so much fun stuff in store. Also, uh, we are going to be live streaming some of the shows. Some of you have, have reached out to me directly and told me exactly what shows we're going to put up on the live stream. Like, whoa, didn't know we had other executive directors here. But we'll take it into consideration. Uh, but we've got some of the shows that we've got lined up that we will be streaming uh, online with you. We kind of got uh, information today about the Wi-Fi signal and and stuff like that. So it may be a little bit choppy, but hey, like just just go with us. We, we we're going to do the best that we can. And if not, if you can't see it on the on the stream, then guess what? You're going to be able to download the podcast later after convention's over with anyway. So like you'll be able to hear it, and we'll film it too. So like don't don't worry about that. Um, but no, it's going to be awesome. We've got great guests coming up. I think this is such a, a good time to get back, hang out with everybody, uh, as well as just get back in person for convention, get some live shows for you all, uh, and have some fun. And we're going to be having fun the whole time. I saw that United Star Coaches posted a pretty cool advertisement video with all the podcasts that are going to be there. Uh, we're very, very thankful to be there again this year. And like I said on the tweet there, you'll be able to hear us. May not be able to find where we're at on our table, but you're going to be able to hear us. That's for sure. Because we're going to be the people who are having fun 24-7 for four days. 1,000%. 1,000%, Bubba. That's right. Nick, if somebody is heading to convention, they want to get a hold of you and they want to say like, hey, man, I want to hang out with you. You're the famous Nick Rizzo. What sessions are you going to? Because I want to follow you. Uh, how can they get a hold of you? At Coach and Rizzo. What about you, brother? Mine is at Coach Soderling. Thank you guys so much for listening to our show. And remember, you can check us out every single Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time on the Twitter, where if you just type in hashtag soccer chat, you can join the coaches Q1A1 every single Thursday night, Wednesday night, sorry, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time on Twitter, as well as the podcast that comes out to you every Thursday, every Thursday, Unless something happens on Wednesday and we can't record on Wednesday night, then we'll record it on Thursday and we'll get to you Thursday afternoon. We'll give it to you Friday morning, but you still going to get what you need, okay? We're going to hook you up. Don't worry about it, all right? Don't worry about it, respectfully, okay? Um, one thing I want, this is before we get out of here too, um, I'm really going to make it a point to like try to, um, it, it's like remixing Instagram reels or like redoing a TikTok and I'm probably going to ask a lot of you to partake in, in, in those videos with me because I want to force Nick to have to do the Coney Island special uh, talking about 
Dogs in the front yard. That's how you know he's going hard. Who's in the White House? Byron. He's, if Nick doesn't know what this is, he's not listening to his players enough. But he's going to learn. No idea what you're doing. He's going to learn by next week. He's going to learn by next week. Trust me, because I'm going to make him do this video with me, and it's going to be absolutely hilarious. Next week, United Soccer Coaches Convention in Kansas City, Missouri. Don't go to Kansas. Go to Kansas City, Missouri. The United Soccer Coaches Association Convention. It's going to be awesome. We can't wait. Soccer Chat Live, powered by Exact Sports, coming to you next week. Nick. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs>